Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, folks. Morning, Dan and Danette. Morning. Here we are. Another day, another Dan Patrick Show. If you'd like to watch Peacock. Peacock. I like the way you say Peacock. If you want to listen later, download the podcast. Download. (laughs) Download. But right now, three hours live of the best sports talk on the air. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. I love Dan Patrick. Oh, my God. Home to the biggest guests and best sports talk on radio. I love it. One of my favorites. Mm. Normally, home to Dan Patrick. Hope you'll miss us. But today, Dan and the Danettes are off. Don't see another radio show behind my back, please. And filling in, it's Doug Gottlieb and Jason Smith. Good. There we go. It's good. <laughs> Broadcasting go. from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Monday. The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. You know, it's kind of funny, Doug. You know, every time you and I fill in, you know, it's usually on a Monday or a Tuesday. We have a big sports weekend to get to. We discuss and all that. And we'll get to the Masters coming up in a couple minutes. But, you know, it's always... It's always about what's happening. You know, hey, hey, what have you been up to? What's been going on? And I think that's been replaced in all our lives with, did you get the vaccine yet? Did you get your first yeah. vaccine? What yeah. did you get? Did you get Moderna? Did, like, I don't I don't get why people want, hey, did you get Moderna or Pfizer? Like, are people are writing books. Oh, I want to make sure. Okay, you got Pfizer. You got Moderna. Oh, you got Johnson & Johnson. Oh, okay. Like, that's become the big icebreaker now in conversations. Well, I got uh, Johnson & Johnson. Um, and I was confused at the time. On Friday, when I got my vaccine card, and it said Jansen, and I walked out, and I texted a buddy, and I was like, these clowns, they don't even know how to spell Johnson and Johnson. This is the person injecting my arm with some, you know, special vaccine. He's like, stupid. It's made by Jansen. I was like, oh. Thank God I didn't tweet that one out. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> so, so ha- have you gotten the vaccine? Yeah, I got my first one on uh, Friday. I did too. Well, I got I got the Johnson Johnson on Friday, so I'm done. But I will oh, tell yeah, you, yeah, okay. you, you got the one. You feel now? Was that the one that you were assigned, or did you decide to try to sign up and get the Johnson and Johnson? I just signed up and got it. Like it was in in California now. It's pretty easy. I mean, it's you just go to a website and you can. There's walk up sites, whatever. And I mean, literally, it was Thursday, and I saw what happened was Thursday. I was doing my show, and it, I don't know if you saw this, but it popped up. There's a there's a big mobile site at Cal State Los Angeles. And though it's a little out of the way, it's sort of on my way if I was going into work. And anyway, there was apparently uh, for a period of time, they're like, well, anybody who walks up because they had extra, they had extra doses of Johnson Johnson. So I went online to see, well, 
Maybe Friday morning I'll go up and I'll just wait in line and get the vaccine. And they're like, yeah, that lasted like two hours. And then they got swamped and then they, they went back to appointments. So I went online and I got an appointment. It was like 30 minutes from my house. Was but it was I wanted the Johnson Johnson because I I'm not somebody I I'm I know you're getting the, you got the two shot one but I just feel like like between my I my my ADD would creep creep in and I'd either one forget to get the second one or two want to get the second one like right away you know just like waiting another line <laughs> give me another one give me another one hit me with another one me, like, I just want to get this done so really you think you'd forget to get the second one you go what do I there's something I, yeah, honestly I what do. I would say I honestly don't know what it is my son had it. And he had slept with me after a couple of basketball terms, like literally slept next to me. We'd spend every waking hour together and I never tested. I tested, um, I've tested, I, I was cheap keeping track like 72 times because of all my travels I'd, and any kind of test, I never tested positive for it. So I'm guessing I had had it a long time ago or whatever. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I, part of me was like, I, if I got one, I'm good. Do I want the second one? I don't know. Anyway, I wanted the Johnson. Once they said one shot, I was like, that's the one that I want. I will. I Have you had any side effects? Have you had any weird feelings or anything? No, my arm hurt a little bit like for a day, like kind of like you do like after you get your flu shot because the the, the vaccine is, is much less. I, I was prepping myself for going, there's going to be a big needle. It's going to go in, you know, because it's how it goes into the muscle and all that. So I'm like, okay. And it was like just a, just a quick... And I was like, wow, that's it? They said, yeah. I said, oh, my goodness. It was it was great. But then I know my arm was was a little sore uh, for the next like day and a half. And then it was OK. I mean, I hear most of the most of I, most of the people who have gotten them. They say it's after the second one. If any effects real come, that's the one that really is the one. OK, you got to watch out for that second one. Well, I, I'm, I had a tough Friday night. I had the chills like you would not believe, like teeth chattering, wrapped in blankets. I just I felt like I had the flu. That's that's really what it, what it was like. If if that's what it's like, sup, supposedly if you have, it's like you feel like a a a small part, like a one day part of what it would feel like to have it. Like I did not feel good at all. I was bad, and then mm. I was coaching basketball weekend. That's why my voice is so wonderful. And um, so like I was a little aggro. Like my neck hurt. I had a headache. I was just Saturday. I was not good. And then I was by Sunday. I was better. I, mean, I was still an, an idiot for all the stuff I was doing this weekend coaching, but uh, yeah, I, I, the, the, the Johnson Johnson packs a bit of a, a little bit of pop, which I've heard on the other ones. It's the second one, but all good now, but still, I mean, it was, it, it is interesting. I, I said this Friday on my radio show. It's like, it, it's a little bit like truck guy. Have you ever owned a truck? No, no, okay. no. You kid. My wife's never going to let me get a truck. So I, when you own it, <laughs> when you own a truck, the brand of truck you own, like says everything about you to other truck guys. It doesn't now like truck guys are all tr- like, yeah, I got a truck. What kind of truck you got? I got Ford. Oh, Ford. I'm a Chevy guy. Chevy. I'm a Dodge guy. Right. Like once you get to whatever your brand is, it's generally what's your brand. There's dudes that their dad bought a Ford truck. They got a Ford truck. Their kid's going to get a Ford truck. They even have little Ford trucks running around their house. Right. Like that's, I, I think that's what the vaccine's like. I got Johnson Johnson. Everybody in my family is going to get Johnson Johnson. We're the Johnson and Johnson family. Like, no, no, we're Moderna. We're a Moderna family here. I, I don't under, it's, I don't understand it, but that's like, is, I'm, is that an American thing? Is that a people thing? But it definitely is a thing in terms of the bragging of the, well, I get the Moderna and I had no side effects. It's quite wonderful and it's just smooth and goes down easy. I heard the Johnson Johnson's crap, right? And that's like, that's how people talk bad about other people's trucks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's weird because when people ask about it and say, Hey, you know, what did, what, what did you get? Oh, really? Okay. Cause a friend of mine got the Pfizer and they had a bad reaction. Okay, great. Like, like, like they're doing this, some kind of unscientific experiment yes. by like, yes. you know, of, of the, of the 10 people I talked to, just six go people got Moderna, go three the got shot. the Pfizer. Just one got the, the Johnson shot. Johnson two like oh real yes this is some kind of scientific thing where suddenly oh I know two people that, that had five that's 66 percent of the people I know had a reaction so I'm getting moderna or nothing else it's very strange to see what you know that that's like the go-to question that everybody wants to know like like they're doing some kind of research for th- for something yeah no it's a it's a it's an interesting deal but it, it also like I, I think all of this uh, how much of the masters did you legitimately watch I watched the end yesterday. And I watched a little bit uh, uh, on the first couple of days. 
That, I watched that, more in the first couple of days than I did the last couple of days, and I know the last couple of days were better. But I, 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 I just, I mean, part of it is I'm doing my show, um, which is three to six Eastern, twelve three Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Anyway, um, part of it is I'm doing my show, so it's on. And it, but it, I, I don't know. I, I guess my, my thing this year, obviously, like everybody, I like watching when Tiger's playing. Bummed out. Also, like. It's a little bit like the NBA. Like, didn't we just have the Masters like five minutes ago? Mm-hmm. And I get it that the azaleas is different and it, it feels more normal. And there's actually some people there, like all of that stuff, but they didn't have the stands. Um, and then I think part of it also is there's lots of people like, man, I've been inside for a year. I have a, I have some family friends, like I, a kid that I coach my 12U team, the Hannons. Um, and... I was like, are you guys, they, they went on vacation last week. They just like got in the car. They hadn't been anywhere in a year. And he kept, he keeps texting me like, Hey man, we were going to come back on Friday, but we're still on vacation. We haven't been anywhere in a year. I'm like, you know, I mean, so they got their shots and they hit the road and I don't even know if they're coming back. They're just doubt, doubt traveling. <laughs> so, um, anyway, it was, it was, uh, it, it's, it's, I, I think that you combine the fact that there's no tiger you combine the fact that so many people hadn't been out and about, and now you can be out and about. Um, and by the way, golf has that effect on you, right? Like I've always said, golf is like adult movies in watching said act makes you want to perform said act, right? That's go- watching golf makes you want to play golf. And you're like, wait, I've been inside all year and now I can go play golf or I could watch golf. Like this is not a question to me. So I, I just, I don't know the numbers. I don't know the ratings, but I'm guessing that poor Hideki Matsuyama who ends up winning winning by a stroke, that it's going to be one of the least watched masters ever. No, note to self, Doug Gottlieb likes to watch adult films. Let me write this down. <laughs> no, 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 that's what I, I said. I said. Things I know I, about I, Doug I, Gottlieb now I, that I, I didn't I did not say ago. that I liked to watch them. I did not say that I didn't like to watch <laughs> you them. Had a, you always, had a take on it. You no, had a take, take on adult films. Absolutely. You don't, you don't know that, that, that golf is like adult films? Well, here's another one. You're never going to be as good as what you see on the screen. You're just not. I'm sorry. You're just not, that's, you just, you don't have that in you. Sorry, bud. Um, and you may think you do, but you don't. And, but you could always pick up a tip from a pro. You can. <laughs> you can. Like, See, oh, I was thinking I, more like, you know, oh, don't eat oh, yellow choke snow. Choke up, choke up on the, huh? No, you choke up on the <laughs> you know, back, you know. The, Things the, you I know always, about Doug Gottlieb. I'm now. just saying the, these are, are, are parallels that I've always, I've, I've always, you know, thought that I've, are. I've never seen that parallel. I've, ne- I've never, never. heard of that parallel. Really? No, oh, I'm yeah. not. Like, is oh, that something you like sitting on your couch, your family's around, you go, hey, you know what? You know, do you ever think that golf is like adult films? Wait, where are you, where are you all going? Where's everybody going? Wait, no, I've got to explain this to you. That one is not a, a, a kid discussion. No, there's not. That one, that one is not one that we bring up with our children. No, that one we, we pass on. We pass on. Um, yeah, no, not. Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> no, but you know, the, the thing with the Masters is, is that it's, it, yes, it used to be just a Tiger thing, right? It used to be a Tiger thing. And it was always, it was Tiger or nothing because you know, he changed the way we, we judge success in golf, right? He won unlike anybody else. Because you know, before Tiger, it was if a guy won twice in two years, that's a pretty good two years. I don't mean majors, just winning two tournaments. And two, hey, that's pretty. Hey, he won last year at the at the Farmers, and he, you know, he won this year at the Deposit Guarantee. Hey, that's that's pretty good, you know. But now we've moved past that, and we still have the stars in golf who who bring us out. But the the issue with golf more than any other sport is that if people are watching games less and sporting events less and they're not tuning in for the beginning of games like they always have which I'll, I'll catch the second half I'll do this because we've kind of seen that across the board the way sports ratings have gone when, when you have an event like the Masters where after a day you can say okay uh, who do I see up on top of the leaderboards or anybody that I, that I know is Joe oh, oh, Jordan Spieth is up there okay that's not bad but you know where's Dustin Johnson where, where are some of the other guys I like where where and the names that that we have come to know over the past few years have become the next young up-and-coming groups you know hey where's Brooks Kepka, where where are guys like that? If they're not on the leaderboard, 
then it's like, okay, am I going to go watch Xander Shoffley? I mean, is, is, it, is it something that I got to get to the TV for? It isn't. And, and that's, that's the inherent thing with golf is that when you have a good tournament, hey, everybody knows about it. I got to watch. I got to watch. That momentum just you know blends from one day to the next. But when it's not, it's really, really difficult because it's, it's okay, we're going to try to sell stories here you know, in, over the course of this weekend. And, and while when it's on on Thursday and Friday and people are still working from home and doing all kinds of things around their house, hey, I'd love to get the Masters for a few minutes here. But when you get to the weekend, as you said, things get busy. Uh, you, wait, you see the way the leaderboard broke down, especially with a huge lead uh, that Matsuyama had. I, I don't know that that's getting anybody to the television. Yeah, it's a hard one. It's a very, very difficult one where no matter how good it is when it's not Tiger, Phil, you know, super established name, it becomes you got to be hardcore golf guy. I watch the Masters every year guy or you just can't watch. That's generally what it is. And it's not in any way an insult to the to to golf guy like well you just don't get the masters like you no know, i get it but this is the it's par for the course of any sport right i mean it just is if you in major league baseball you know the dodgers will all draw quite well but like if it's the rays and if it's somebody else we don't know and hasn't established themselves in our mind we're not going to watch as much the nfl is mostly impervious to this but one of the reasons the most nfl is mostly impervious to this because they always have a star somehow involved right tom brady will never he's like in every super bowl tom brady's like when the president's on, like you know the president's on and remember when we were kids the president was on every channel when he do a speech. I was like, Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl again? Like, this is no way. Right? So now he has that, I love Tom Brady, and he just keeps playing and winning, or I hate Tom Brady, please get off my channel, but I'll still watch. It's like the Duke thing, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you just, if, I'm going to look at college basketball as much as to say, if it's not an established name, it's really hard. And then I think you factor in that we did just have a Masters in October, and then all of the other things and people starting to get out and about and going on spring break and I'm, I'm out. Um, I, I think that changes. And I, I think that changes things altogether. I don't think it makes you a bad person for admitting what the reality of the difficulty in getting people to watch that sport and that sporting event is. No, look, because I have I have a non-adult film uh, analogy for you. If that's okay. Or should I stick with an adult film analogy? No, or, go or, go with the non-adult film. You I'm sure? Gonna, okay. I'm gonna that... patent pending. I'm gonna patent pen that one. And hold on to that. <laughs> All right. Anybody very wants good. to use that reference to go like, oh, really? You can pick up a tip from a pro. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, Gottlieb said that. Not Jason Smith. Jason Smith said go. Yeah, the Doug Gottlieb uh, Basketball Academy, where, hey, you know, uh, is that you, you talk about the star power. You, you, you mentioned being low ratings for the Masters. Yes. And I guarantee you want to talk about something that's going to suffer from it. You're going to see it in a different in a different comparison here is wait till you see the Oscars. OK, wait till you see the Oscars. Now, you know, the big movie fan I am. Right. I see everything. But obviously well, last no year was a lot. It was different. So you see that when when the when the list for the movies for the Oscars came out, I said, I have not seen any one of these. I have not seen any one of these movies. Like, what, what have I seen? Everybody's been doing the streaming of the TV shows. You know, everybody's watching. You know, g- give me something that I can watch. Right? What, what can I watch? Oh, here, I got three years of the boys to go watch. Go watch the boys. Oh, it's awesome. And that's what people have been doing for the pandemic. But all these movies that came out, you know, on, on different streaming services, they didn't have great word of mouth. They, they weren't movies that people went to go see. And I, I don't know what the, I don't know anybody. That's going to watch the, the Oscars because it's it's got to be you need the star power. And it's like, OK, you did have stars in these movies, but no, nobody saw them. So if, if it's something that, you know, it's it's it's, you know, and not every year is created equal. Some years there's incredible movies and, and, and ratings are through the roof because people want to see. Oh, I want to see this movie win or this movie win. But after this year, it's going to be you look at the movie and go, OK, I, I didn't see any of those. I didn't see any of them. I didn't even know where I could see them. I mean, people are just people are talking more about Godzilla versus Kong than they are about any movies at the Oscars. Why? Because it's something yeah, that cuts you can actually the go theater. see it in the theater. You no, know, my, son, my son went and saw it. My, my son went and saw it. He was just all week last week. Oh, uh, the last two weeks, he was just like, hey, man, you want to go see Godzilla and Kong? You want to go see Like any friend he had over, <laughs> any friend he had over was like, you guys want it's. And again, remember, like, this is the first time you're having like friends over and hanging out and 75 degrees in Southern California. And. You know, we're sitting, we're we're hopping in the hot tub or whatever, and he's like, "You guys want to go see Godzilla and Kong?" They're like, dude, it's seventy-five degrees out. It's beautiful. Okay, well, what about tonight? Like, well, I'm I'm 
going to go to sleep. Anyway, he got a buddy to go see Godzilla and Kong and loved it. He's like, oh, it's amazing, Dad. You want to go back and see it? I'll go see it again. It was like best movie. Yeah, and he said, best movie I've seen all year. It's like, mm, only movie you've seen all year, big fella. Anyway, uh, yeah, I will I'm, say I'm, this. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. You know, th- this is this is an interesting aside. Okay, so I, I was, there's a company, there's a company. I don't live close to where we broadcast from, right? That I, That's, I, I live a good 50 some odd miles and the traffic's not terrible going in. It can be bad coming out. It's all a mixed. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fortunate with my schedule. So I'm not sitting here complaining. I chose to live where I chose to live. Right. That said, that said, um, and I think this is kind of fascinating. There was a company that was getting ready to launch and it was like a daily commuter plane from where I live to where work is. It's like, you know, like a 15, 20 minute flight, literally. And you drive park at this private thing at the airport and you just pay. It's like a, almost like joining a gym and it wasn't that expensive. And you know, they had like, what I suppose it's like Wi-Fi the whole time. And you just go like park, hop on and they leave every half hour and it goes and just kind of keeps going back and forth all day. And you know, and then I was talking to a buddy, like, whatever happened to that company? Like, well, nobody's, nobody goes to work anymore. So there's no commuter. Why do you need a commuter plane? Let alone if you did go to work, there was no traffic. It just didn't make any sense. And I was like, what industry is like that? Where there was a really, really good idea that was about ready to launch that didn't, didn't get launched because of the pandemic. And I was thinking, well, that's gotta be like, there's gotta be hundreds of movies that weren't filmed during that time. And you gotta wonder which one of those movies are going to be made. Twitter at how about a fresca Doug at Gottlieb show Jason Smith Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today uh, more adult film comparisons coming up throughout the show uh, for different sports different walks of life uh, throughout here so you want to stay tuned just for that but also uh, coming up next we got Albert Breer Monday morning quarterback on the way what's the latest on Deshaun Watson plus could another NFL superstar actually team up with the Browns today we got that coming up next keep it right here Jason Smith Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick This is Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you go to these events, and I know you because you because your daughter's a softball stud, you go to the softball, you know, it's like you, you just games all day, right? Now imagine if it's not just your daughter, I have five teams. So they're all playing whatever, they have a van, and like one of the, <laughs> the, the, the mom, uh, Lauren, like she started an adult beverage company. So they go out to the van and they're watching golf. They're watching the, I'm in there coaching their kids and they're out there watching the masters and having adult beverages and texting me like, you should come out of your coach and come hang with us. Like <laughs> I'm coaching your kids. Where's coach? And, He's having a beer out at that at the van. Don't worry about it. It's all good. No, no. I mean, I, my, my behavior might be a little bit better on the sideline anyway. But I mean, it, those things are so dope. And that one that they gave away, that, that Dan gave away, I got a chance. Uh, there was a photo shoot that we did at, at Colin Cowherd's house, or whatever. And I was, I was just like, I, I want this. This is, this is my new dream. I want this, and I want to roll every weekend in one of those. Those are amazing. Because uh, I, I noticed you moaned in the middle when I was saying that. Now, oh, I'm, I did. I'm I was going, like, oh. I, I'm going back to a few minutes ago when you compared golf to adult films. No, and I'm like, no, okay. Because no, you, no. you really. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't usually I don't hear the, a moan like that when, I, when, when, when I'm doing a read. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> no, no, it's not something that normally comes by. <laughs> can I ask you, can I ask you, uh, uh, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan, then that's Dan Patrick's show. We will get to some golf. We will get to some sports news. We'll get to, I'm sure. Jason wants to talk Jets and Mets, um, and Albert Breer is going to join us. Uh, I have a youth sports question for you. Okay. A youth sports question for you. Do you have a moment for it before we get to Albert Breer? Uh, sure, go ahead. Real quick, go ahead. Of course okay. I do. So we played in a tournament this weekend, okay? And what I've done is I have for two age groups, I, I end up having... I'm going to say like 12 to 15, 16 kids, right? And so what would happen is we go to a tournament, and if you bring, this is in basketball, if you have eight kids, it's usually about right. Seven, eight is about right. You get to nine or more, and eight, nine, 10, 11, they're not going to be happy. There's just no way. And if you try and play everybody, like they're not all at the same talent level. And so in terms of trying to be really competitive, it's also very difficult because there's a massive drop off at times, right? So you're kind of balancing the two. And so I, I just chose to kind of expand and Hey, let's have a, let's have a team. And now in basketball, and I don't know how it works in softball. I do think it works this way in baseball. Uh, they'll have gold division or platinum division, which is the Uber elites. And it seems like everybody's a holdback either that, or I'm feeding my, uh, all of our kids, the wrong food, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so what I, what I, instead of having nine guys on a team, like let's just have two teams and try and have like six and just get through. If we can have seven, even better. And sometimes, you know, the kid who's the seventh and eighth guy on my my A team will be the guy on the B team, right? And it's really hard to tell kids, and actually the parents is harder than the kids. Like, listen, it's not like your kid's bad and they're only 11. They're going to get bettered. This is a marathon, not a sprint, but I'm going to have two teams. I'm going to play your son on the other team. Most of them are fine with it. Some of them are... Anyway, I've had some great experiences with kids who are struggling on the higher level team, move them down so that they can be the guy and they feel really good and they're still playing around their buddies. Anyway, 
My 11U B team has like six kids, and they're the. It's the most fun you'll ever have coaching a group of kids. They couldn't be, and they mollywomped uh, this this team yesterday. Okay, I mean, ran them off the court and played like the game of their lives, right? And the other coach, like midway through the second half, pulled his two best kids who weren't acting. They were kind of fouling really hard and kind of pouting and whatever. And uh, so he challenged the game and we got T-shirts, but not trophies because I had two kids who had to fill in on the gold team because those gold team kids also play up in my 12U and you know, one got hurt and one was tired and one missed a game, whatever. I needed to have like six kids so they're not dying out there playing. Anyway, after the game, the, I was like, why, why would you ever do that? Like these kids won. They're all in fifth grade. They're 10 and 11 years old. Your kids are in fifth grade. I have no idea their ages. I don't actually care. I don't care about your kids. Like it's an integrity issue. It's like integrity issue about what? It's like, well, that's the rules. Like, well, whatever like if you if that if it means that much to you fine what means to me is like all six of these kids are from the same area and we started the team and we don't have two of the players one here is hit the other one's on vacation like one kid's in Cabo right so like (laughs) this is the best we can do it's a Sunday these parents have been here for three days like really and he's like you just don't understand like no I don't think you understand it's about the kids playing and having fun and playing the right way that Mm. anyway what are your thoughts on me using kids in two different brackets of the same age as it's against the rules in this tournament but is it the spirit of the rule the spirit of the rule like I'm not using you know what I'm saying I'm not like using my stud who's like a a fifth grade holdback who should be in seventh grade to dominate and mollywomp some kids it ain't one of those deals well I'll I'll, I'll tell you with this before because we got Albert Breer getting set to come on with us right now is that whatever the spirit of the rule is in youth sports, you are going to find and you are going to always be playing against the coach or the team that is always going to look for a way to say, oh, this wasn't done right. And I don't if I couldn't win, I don't want you to win. And it, it's 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 the it's the rough side of it. But if, if that happened, there is there is such a small percentage of people who will say, yeah, OK, it's all right. And it's amazing that that's going to be the philosophy when you, when you get into travel sports and, and, and certain things. But that's something that, look, I wouldn't care. You know, I, it's not like I'm going to say, okay, boy, the, you know, they brought this kid up from a, from a, a, a better league. And look, they just got, you know, we scored like 35 points on us, and that's kind of ridiculous. But it, it really doesn't matter because that's going to be, oh, they did this. Okay, now we, now, now, now we couldn't win, so they shouldn't win either. And that's ridiculous. And I'm standing up for the kids. Meanwhile, it's just, hey, we lost, and I'm looking for a way to just make everybody's day miserable. Instead of trying to make everybody happy, yep, it's a it's a tough it's a tough. Part. Yes, yes, yeah. youth sports is ruined by the adults. Always. <laughs> uh, joining us now on the hotline, a man who spent this weekend doing something he hadn't done in twenty five years. He watched a steel cage match in professional <laughs> wrestling. Monday morning quarterback, NFL insider Albert Beer. Albert, what's happening, my friend? Yeah, I had some youth sports in there too. I'm not at the point yet where. Um, you know, my kids are there, like, and like, although, like, my oldest, who's six, just made a travel hockey team, which I'm a little, like, to be honest with you, I'm like a little bit like, is this too young and all of that? But he's excited to be on the team. So I'll tell you this, like, when we were six, I think we just played with the kids in town, right? Like, that's, I don't know, like, that's the way I remember it, at least. Yeah, it's gotten a little, what, oh, now it's if you're not playing travel, you're not playing club, it's, oh, you're, you're way behind, you're way behind. It's like, wow, okay, all right, I, well, I, guess, I guess we'll do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, mean we, like, we, I feel, like, I feel like the, the travel, like the travel thing to me, I, I, if I remember right, and I don't know if you guys, are, I'm, I'm, I'm 41, I was born in 1980, so I grew up in the 80s and 90s. Um, I don't think like travel teams were really even a thing outside of like Pop Warner football. We had that. Um, where we played other towns, but like until you were middle school, really, I don't feel like there was any travel, anything, right? Where, where'd like you grow up? Just like where'd you grow up? Huh? Where'd you grow up? I grew up Mass. I grew up Massachusetts. Um, I was in California. It started, you know, fifth, sixth grade. Right. That's we, what I'm we saying. Went, like middle yeah, school. Yeah. But, yeah. but now, well, I, like, I, I would now. say this: like, if your kid wants to play, I, and I think baseball is the same. I think basketball and baseball yep. are the same. Okay, because I have a kid that's played both. 
Yeah, I, if, if it's me, and I, I get it, there's some things culturally that are bad about the travel sports. And it's just, and if, you, if you're with somebody and it's just a moneymaker to them and get them the bags and the hats and the clothes and the gear, and it's just a check writing fest, I understand it. But if they really want to be good at the sport, the earlier you get them in, the better. And here's why. This is and because my son started playing probably third, but not a high enough level in hindsight. Um, and, and just the catching up to the speed. And in basketball, the athleticism and the size. You just like I. So I have a group of 13 year olds who are mostly from Newport Beach, California, right? Right. And. Some of them have played with me a little bit longer, and I had a group that I kind of imported that they were, they're all friends and they play in different teams, and we kind of morphed them this year. And it, it's taking them a while, and they played travel ball to a lower level. It's taking them a while to adjust to the speed, and that's at 13. Right. And that's even that's a, it's late. And the earlier, it's the same thing with baseball. Like, if they don't get used to seeing the explosive speed or, or a, a, the ball coming off of a pitcher's hand at them, yeah. and then, you know, when they get to be well, 11, 12, a curveball, like, you can't, you get to 14, it, dude, it's over. Like, it's, it's too I'll late. Tell you what, They're too like fast and too is, athletic. Hockey is absolutely that way. Because I didn't play hockey growing up, but it was around, obviously. And I, I took an interest in hockey. It was too late um, because I just wasn't a good enough skater, you know, so I played other sports. Um, but my kid plays, and I'm telling you, like, these little six-year-olds are, I, I, they're all way better skaters than me. You know what I mean? Like, they're all, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, they, they, I mean, it's amazing how they pick it up. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, like, I don't know. It's just, I, I think hockey was always sort of always that way. But it's just with the other sports. I think you're right. Like it's you know there is that like well if you don't if you don't get on the train now your kid's gonna be left behind and I I mean even like lacrosse right like so like the high school I went to was and we were like nationally ranked in lacrosse. We had kids when I you know I went to high school with that they went to a like lot Virginia of massholes. See so you're you're pointing point the picture of a lot of massholes. <laughs> right, guys with right, guys right. with sweaters tied around their neck, <laughs> polo yeah. shirts, right, yeah. or the rugby so, shirt, yeah. Yeah. But but even like for us like like lacrosse was still like back then. You couldn't play youth lacrosse in my town till seventh or eighth grade, and we were one of the only towns that had youth lacrosse. I mean, my kid on Thursday night was out there. He's a kindergartner in full pads playing lacrosse. Awesome. A kindergartner. They're so I mean? cute. Like, they're so cute though in the full regalia. They're, I mean, they're yeah. oh, they're just no, so yeah. adorable. You're like, oh my god, I love you. I'll tell you what. I remember the first time I put on football pads. And um, I was, like, nine years old. And I remember, like, ah, it's kind of uncomfortable and everything else. My kid thinks it's the coolest thing on earth that he gets to wear pads. He calls it armor. Yeah, um, and he wears pads in hockey. He wears pads in lacrosse. He thinks it's the coolest thing on earth. I can't believe oh, you got man. your son all tatted up, Albert. Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let, 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 let's get to some football stuff. Um, can you th- you've done this a long time. Can you think of anything more I, – I don't even know. I, I'm, bizarre would be planting a word – but how would you characterize the Deshaun Watson story from, okay, a month and a half ago it was, yeah. why won't Houston just trade him? He doesn't want to play there. Will Houston really stick their feet in the ground? Like everybody, You can't find anyone in the NFL prior to these uh, lawsuits that had anything that I know of bad to say or even a bad interaction yeah. with him right like we all have bad days like you know what Deshaun I mean, Watson secretly yeah no, no, no he was completely clean okay completely to, clean. to now where you couldn't trade him and I don't think you can play him and no one knows what his football future is you've done this a long time can you remember anything kind of like this no and I think it's I mean I think it's impossible to have a take on it to be honest with you because right. I mean, like, I, I don't know how anybody um, can go on TV, go on the radio, you know, write. Like, I don't know how anybody can have a hard take on it. Because if you do, you're either A, indicting Watson, and that's not, a, that, that's not fair. You know, he's, I, like, you look at, like, the, the way he's carried himself as, as you know, a, a collegian and now as a pro. And, I mean, he's, I, like, I, I, you know, and maybe he's guilty of this, but, like, I feel like he's earned the, at least the benefit of the doubt, Right. Um, you know, so you're either indicting somebody who's earned the benefit of the doubt or you're not taking these allegations seriously enough, which we've all seen people who had great reputations do horrible things in the past. That's happened. So, like, I I just don't know how you can have any sort of take on this. And I, I can't remember a situation quite like this, even like, you know, I know it gets compared to Roethlisberger, 
But I mean, like Roethlisberger, there were rumblings about like him, like that. That sort of was. It wasn't out there what he had done, but it was like, I, you know, I kind of like had this like like he's a little reckless in his personal life thing, like that was sort of hovering over him, um, you know, as a star rose in Pittsburgh. So I, I, I like I honestly, I mean, like Darren, like I, I don't even want to use Darren Sharper's name because that's such an extreme example. But he was somebody who had a great reputation great and that point. came out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that. Like he had an incredible reputation, and I think. Like, so many of us thought the world of him, and then all of a sudden all this stuff happened. And, again, like, I, like the last thing I want to do is compare him to Watson because we don't know, right. like, the truth what's, what's on Watson real, now. What's real, what's not. Right. He hasn't, right, he hasn't right. had his... But, 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 here, but here's the reality of it, right? Like, so, if you're the Texans, he's, the most, he's still the most valuable asset in your organization, right? Um, a 25-year-old franchise quarterback. And, you know, like, I, I just don't know how... Um, if you're the Texans, you part with him for anything less than a historic haul. And if you're another team, you can't give up a historic haul until you have clarity in the situation. And again, that's not indicting Watson. It's just the reality of the situation. I mean, I know teams where the owner's not going to let it happen. You know, the owner says, I need clarity on this because this guy's going to be the face of my franchise and we're going to look terrible. If we, you know, if, if, you know, we trade for him and then, you know, three months later, it turns out all this stuff is true. So, you know, I think that that's sort of where it is, is that everybody's waiting for clarity on the situation. And, you know, what complicates it from a football standpoint is, that, uh, you know, I, I don't think the court system in Texas is worried about getting anybody an answer before the NFL draft, you know. And once we get past the draft, now we're talking about teams planning towards 2021 and everything else. And so, um, he's such a great player that I don't like, like, I think his value, his value will hold if he's cleared of all of this. Um, but the timing is certainly a factor. And, you know, I think at this point you're probably talking about him at least having put himself in a, in a bad situation and in a situation that makes the league look bad. And we've seen Roger Goodell suspend players in the past right. who have crossed that threshold, who don't have criminal charges against them. Yeah. And um, and haven't been convicted of anything. Albert, I'm going to ask something I shouldn't ask, but it's my fault because I had a story to tell, which in your time. Can you hang with us through the break real quick? Cause, because yeah, I, I, because I do think that this story is what's triggered yeah. all this other quarterback movement. Uh, yep, right, you got it. All right, cool. Yeah, and we we also got to find out, you know, Albert, you know, watching the steel cage match and, uh, you know, WWE this week. Yeah, I never answered that. I was too too wrapped up in I was too wrapped up in your conversation about youth sports. So yeah, we can cover all that after the break. All right, we got more with Albert Breer right here. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Albert, for, for your weekend here, you know, we, we talked about Deshaun Watson a few minutes ago. Uh, you watched your first steel cage wrestling match in 25 years this weekend. So are you going to quit covering the NFL now and go cover WWE? Is that what's going to happen? It was weird because, like, the one guy, like, I think, was it Vince McMahon's son was in the match, I think, right? I think that's what it was. And, like, the other guy who was built like a freaking, you know, defensive end on every steroid in the planet, like, he, like, yanked the, like, the, 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 the fencing off the cage. I've never seen anything like that. Like, so um, they're still getting pretty creative with it. Um, but I, you know what, you know what, like screwed me up about it. Like, and I, and I, this is actually interesting. Cause I just realized that like a peacock actually was going to give you this stuff for free, which I didn't like, I, like I have Comcast at home and I get peacock. And so, and I don't know if that's an ad for, for you guys here or whatever, but, um, but yeah, I had, um, you know, like I had, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I, just figured out that I could get it for free. So I turned it on the camera angles and the amount of zooming and zooming in, zooming out, like cutting away. I mean, like, my God, like what happened? Like, is this new that they've been doing this? I don't know. Uh, it, no, it's 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 they've been doing. It's been it's like that old commercial you guys know Dan what I'm used talking, to do. For, you guys know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's like it's like that old no. commercial Dan used to do for Sports Center for wrestling, where he says, "Why don't you cover wrestling?" He goes, "Well, the camera angles you guys use don't really do." No, it's 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 just been a different way of covering it. The, this this live sporting event. It's it's been something over the past like I would say few months to a year they've been doing it that way. Um, let Let's get to football for one second. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so. We mentioned the quarterback thing. So these guys, Trey Lance going to have a second pro day next week, right? And Justin Fields. And really what this is, for people who aren't aware, they're not having a second pro day. It's really a private workout. They're just not allowed to have private workouts, so they call right. it a second pro day, right? It's really all that's ever happened before, only just a different way of, of, of wording it to be, to be fair with what the NFL wants. Anyway. What are you hearing with Shanahan at three? Because so many people have said like they like Mac Jones, they just don't like him at three. The league is trending the way of a more athletic quarterback, and based upon how it feels like they're going to hold on to Garoppolo, they get a more developmental guy and have him sit and learn for a year. Right. That wouldn't be Mac Jones. What are you hearing about the third pick? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the interest in Mac Jones is real. Um, you know, I was told about a week ago they hadn't made a final decision yet. I mean, you know, and I, and I think that they, they felt like going in, there were five first-round quarterbacks. So 
those are the five that they really had, you know, a group of people um, inside the organization, coaches, scouts, uh, look at back in January and February when they were trying to plot what they were going to do, um, you know, whether or not it was, you know, going after Stafford, which, you know, their interest in Stafford was pretty limited, um, you know, or trade for Sam Darnold or ultimately go and move up in the draft. Um, you know, I, I think the, the, the consensus around the league right now is Mac Jones is going to be a quarterback that you'd be happy with on day one. The question is, are you still going to be happy with him in year four, year five, or when you get to that point, are you going to be looking to replace him? Whereas, you know, with a Fields or a Lance, maybe you want to sit them at the beginning, but is one of these guys going to become Patrick Mahomes in four years, you know? And so I think it's sort of a, you know, the debate is, like, are you looking for something that you'd be happy with now and could grow into something more than what he is, but might be maxed out? Or are you willing to take a moonshot where there's some developmental things that you're going to have to do with the quarterback, but it could wind up being a real home run? Um, and I think that's sort of what the Niners, you know, that's a process the Niners are going through right now. And that's, you know, why Kyle Shanahan and, um, and John Lynch are going to be in Columbus on Wednesday and Fargo next Monday. And what's really interesting about these pro days, guys, and I, you know, I wrote about this in my Monday column, you know, normally you'd have the throwing coach, um, you know, John Beck for, uh, for, for Justin Fields and Quincy Avery for Trey Lance run the pro day and script the pro day. Well, you know, my understanding is both Fields and Lance are planning to let the NFL people there run the pro day. So, you know, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch will be able to go yeah. and actually tell the guys, like, this is what I want to see. Right. And they're going to give it to them, which I think is really smart on the yep. part of the quarterbacks. Because if you're trying to sell yourself to yep. a team, yep. you know, here's what you do. You say, yep. anything you want me to do, we'll you do. tell me and I'll right. go and do it. Right. Albert Breer, you can follow him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Thanks a bunch for stopping by with us, sticking around. We got more on the quarterbacks coming up next. This is Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Danny the Danettes on Fox. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.